you like sci-fi, fantasy, action, adventure, and comic books, then you've come to the right place for your weekly dose of anything and everything geek. So strap in and let's get this show on the road. Welcome to the Science Fictionary Podcast. Welcome back to the Science Fictionary Podcast. I'm your host for tonight, David, and I'm joined right now by Andrew. What's up, everybody? And Marisha should be joining us a little bit later. She's running a little late, but that's okay. We have a lot to talk about, so we're going to go ahead and get started uh, with the show, and she'll jump in uh, a little later. So we just had San Diego Comic-Con, and... Marvel hasn't done this at San Diego Comic-Con in a while, so I thought that was really interesting. They announced a whole bunch of stuff. Yep. Uh, usually, the past couple of years, they've been doing that at D23. Um, yeah. That's what it's called, right? D23, yes. yes. Now, now I guess, is this there. the first? They didn't do San Diego the last two years at all, right? Or was there no, an online? No, they, they didn't. Okay. They, back, back before D23 uh, was a thing or at least a big thing they did comic-con and that's where all the big announcements came from and they were a big reason that san diego comic-con became such a big deal was those hall h panels yeah but then with d23 they haven't gone in the last couple years so honestly i haven't cared about comic-con in a long time um at least in terms of like comic-con announcements and stuff but this year they had a huge hall h panel and of course we had all that stuff yeah uh, so we got all that Marvel, but we got a couple DC trailers. But before we even get to DC, there's a couple miscellaneous topics I just want to touch on real quick that I find interesting um, that we might not have anything to say about. But <laughs> uh, I wanted to mix it up a little bit. So first of all, uh, we're getting a Rick Grimes uh, miniseries uh, from The Walking Dead. So that's interesting because for a long time, Rick Grimes has been off the show of Walking Dead and it was going to be a movie. We're going to get a trilogy of Rick Grimes movies, and that's just been on the shelf forever. And then finally they've announced it's actually just going to be a six-episode limited series about him and Michonne. That's awesome because I'm just excited to see Rick Grimes back on TV. I haven't watched Walking Dead the past season or so because I just got so bored of it without having Rick there. He was the heart and soul of the show. Um, So that's cool that we're getting that. Uh. I don't think you have any. Yeah, Jump I mean, I watched The Walking Dead, but I have not seen one episode of anything Walking Dead related since the episode where he leaves. Yeah, that, that's fair. He's even in the weakest parts of the show. I mean, he was it was worth watching because of him. In my opinion, he's one of the best protagonists in TV history. Right. And uh, it was cool that he left because they were going to get these movies. And I thought that was a cool idea. But obviously that just fell through, so they're they're doing this instead. Fine, um, just let's just see it, please. It's been way too long since we had Rick Grimes. Uh, next little bit of news: they announced an Aragon show for Disney Plus. Now Aragon is a young adult fantasy series about dragons. They made a movie about it, like a dozen five, that like really sucked. Apparently, uh, one of my good friends is a huge Aragon fan, and he hates that movie. So. He's excited that there's going to be a Disney Plus show. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a big franchise, and everybody's kind of looking for... Fantasy's kind of the thing right now. Um, I think I think that all is directly has to be attributed to 
No, to really to Game of Thrones. I agree. Like, I mean, I don't know if you get Game of Thrones in, in the way it was done, if it, if it wasn't for the Lord of the Rings movies going back. But, like, I think this huge, huge influx of fantasy, particularly TV shows, is directly because of Game of Thrones. I think we're getting this Lord of the Rings TV show because of Game of Thrones, which is kind of a cool inversion of the norm. Yeah. And because of that Lord of the Rings TV show, we are getting a Chronicles of Narnia show and a Percy Jackson show and an Aragon show. And a Dungeons and & Dragons movie. And, and a Dungeons & Dragons movie. And there were talks of a Harry, another Harry Potter show yeah. coming to HBO. Um, I believe it was HBO because it's Warner Brothers, right? Yeah. Um, so I think you're right that it all starts with the Lord of the Rings trilogy of movies because that's if you look at like the history of movies and stuff, that's really a aberration. Like that, those movies should not have happened. No, I mean, of course, you know, <laughs> Lord of the Rings one of the is, it is the biggest property in the you know one of the biggest properties in the world as far as fantasy literature. You can argue that it's the biggest. It's certainly the most successful novel, but like you know, doing fa fantasy. Both science fiction and fantasy had moments where they became mainstream. That was really fantasy's moment. I agree. And it's just incredible it got made because, like, a company gave money to a complete... Like, Peter Jackson was a, basically a nobody at that point, right? Yeah, I mean, he'd done some, like, low-budget horror films and... Uh, he was certainly, I mean, he was relatively successful, but was certainly not mainstream. Right. And so they just like, here, you can do three of the most expensive, incredible movies ever made. Here you go. And it worked. And, and the fact that they did it and it went so well, it just changed the course of fantasy forever. Yeah. Uh, and and then we're seeing the effects of that because then we got Game of Thrones. I think you're right. It's an exact, it's a straight lineage. So now we got the Aragon show for Disney Plus. Disney Plus is also making Percy Jackson, right? Yeah. Yeah. They're also doing Percy Jackson. Um, who's doing the Chronicles of Narnia? That's uh, actually Netflix. Netflix. Okay. Okay. That's cool. I, I, I hope that that is good. And, and I'll yeah. definitely check it out. And it should appeal to kids, which is which is awesome. Yeah, no, for sure. And that's the thing I am liking. Like Game of Thrones really like made fantasy big with adults. Um yeah. it is really kind of the you know, Lord of the Rings the Lord of the Rings movies and then Game of Thrones really like made adults fall back in love with fantasy storytelling. Yeah. But I'm glad that I'm fine with stuff like Game of Thrones. Like I mean, we got that House of the Dragon trailer, like it looks oh, yeah. amazing. So I, I'm glad we're getting stuff that's more just strictly adult toned. But I'm also really glad that kids aren't getting ignored as fantasy goes mainstream. Right. It's still going to be a few years before you're able to show any of your kids Game of Thrones. Huh? Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's, it's going to be quite a while. And so it's nice that there's content for them because that's the future. Yeah. If, if you got to get kids into fantasy now or it's gonna it's gonna die out in the pop the popularity is not to say that it's ever gonna actually die out but that that's how you continue the popularity and continue for it to grow is, is getting kids invested in it so as they become adults and they get their own money they start spending it on on fantasy stuff and then, and then it keeps going 
Yeah, for sure. So that's cool. Was there a um was there any Lord of the Rings uh the Rings of Power news oh. uh, in between the last time we recorded and now that you wanted to talk about? Um not really. I mean, we had we did have that trailer. We had a, you know, big yeah. trailer drop. Marisha and I did take a break last weekend and and talked got on hopped on YouTube and talked about that trailer. Okay. That's what I thought. Um but yeah, I mean, like I've been, you know, I'm still, I still have my concerns where the rings of power comes in, but like, I'm way more sold on it after that trailer than at any point. Like that trailer, they, they seem to have turned a corner. We've been real critical of the marketing. Yeah. And I feel like they turned, <clears throat> finally turned a corner and did all the right things at Comic-Con. Yeah, it all looks really awesome. Everything that's coming out now, and that drops uh, soon. It's, it's um, soon before the end of this year, right? Yeah, no, it's we're we're only like five weeks out. Oh wow! Um, I actually think awesome. the first episode is going to drop while we're at Comic Con. I mean, at uh, at Dragon Con. Yeah, that that's really cool. Uh, so since we did that YouTube video on that, we can we can leave that at that. Go check out our YouTube, uh, the Science Fictionary. Uh, and see all of our thoughts on the Rings of Power and a bunch of other stuff. We review all the Disney Plus shows over there as well, and yeah. we do trivia and all sorts of fun stuff. Yeah, and I think we're going to be probably increasing the number of shows that we do reviews for over there. Um, mm -hmm. We we've done some, but expect a lot more YouTube content coming up, especially with Rings of Power. We'll definitely be doing weekly Rings of Power drops. Yeah. Do we know how long the the episodes are going to be? We don't really know. We were kind of led to believe they would be about an hour. And how many episodes do we know? Let's see. And I don't really know. I want to say it's 10. That's a good number. I, I don't want it to go on for too long. The more shows I've watched, and this has become pretty popular, the more um, I like shows that are like 10 to 12 episodes that are hour-long, high-quality stuff. Uh, which is interesting because, as we'll talk about later, that Daredevil show that got announced, you know how many episodes it's going to be? It's 18, right? 18 episodes. That's insane, but we'll get to that a little later. Uh, last bit of miscellaneous news. This is Marvel-related, but um, but uh, I, I wanted to just touch on it now. They announced a single-player open-world Black Panther game being made by EA. So that's really cool. We've had a lot of superhero games lately. We got we had the Spider-Man stuff. Um, Spider-Man 2 is coming out soon. And we had that Wolverine game announced by Insomniac. There was the Marvel's Avengers game, which was pretty disappointing. But people have said it's gotten better. And, and it still looked fun. Like, there were still some things to like about it. Uh, and now we get this Black Panther game, which I think is a cool idea. It's open world. Uh, hmm. So I wonder what that means. If it's going to be like just set in Wakanda, or if it's going to be a couple of different, like New York and Wakanda and stuff like that. A couple of different maps you can go through. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know, but that's all we really know about it. Is it's Black Panther game. It's open world and it's only single player. And I am what's called a single player Samuel. So <laughs> I'm all about single player games. Yeah, I don't play them all that much, but I really do enjoy having a few single player games around to play. Um, yeah. Do we know what is it on all going to be on all the systems, or do we know? Uh, they didn't specify, which usually means it's going to be on all systems. 
Uh, probably next gen since it's not even started to be made yet. So it's probably going to be all made yeah, next gen. So far, it looks like everything that's coming out really going into the end of this year is going full next gen, which which yeah. is which is good. Um, you know, even it's as like someone I, without a next gen console, I'd say right? Like I, I really I need to get a new console. They're still hard to get hold of. Um, but it's like those games that kind of sit in the middle are never as good as they should be. No, because they're trying to run on two different systems, so they just end up falling flat on both. Like, so they, I'm, they, I'm they all for, eventually either. I will be able to play all these games that are coming out next gen, so I'm I'm all for them uh, going ahead with that. Uh, I 100% agree. Um, all right, now moving on to the DC stuff. We only had two things from DC. We had a Shazam trailer and a Black Adam trailer, which is really interesting because those two characters are very closely tied together. So it's just kind of funny how that fell that yeah. way. The, the only two pieces of news were them, and they're not related to each other at all. <laughs> that we know uh, of. That we know of, right. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if there's a cameo in, in one of the movies uh, from from the other, but... Yeah, we got a Shazam Fury of the Gods trailer. It was our first trailer for Fury of the Gods. And we got another Black Adam trailer. And Black Adam's coming up sooner than Fury of the Gods. Let's start with the Black Adam trailer. What did you think? I think that it looks good. I think that it looks interesting. You know, it's... I think that it's a... I think that it's a role that... You know, sometimes I, I... Sometimes when The Rock gets chosen for a role, it's just like, oh, it's The Rock... It, he he just he's kind of plays one character, right? Which is not necessarily a criticism. That's that's mo- a lot of our biggest action stars of all time are exactly that way. But I yeah. think I feel like this is a role like he was made to play this role. Um, yeah, he looks pretty awesome. I, I just I'm I'm cool. excited about it. I know how passionate he is about the character. It, I can tell that there's a lot of love being put into this. Yeah, uh, it, it it reminds me of Aquaman in that way mm-hmm. and wonder woman these are the dc movies where they kind of just gave a director and an actor like the leading actor kind of let them do whatever and they were able to put a lot of love into it yeah and, and and it's reminiscent of that i can especially tell with like all of the comic book characters there's a lot of characters in this movie like adam smasher and just i think the adams in it and um uh hawkman and stuff like that like and and their suits look awesome. They all do. The costumes all look great. They look so comic accurate and so cool. And I'm really excited to see that. Um, well, and Aldous Hodge, who's playing Hawkman, is really, really great. Yeah. He looks awesome. Um, and, and I'm a big Hawkman fan. I'm actually a bigger Hawk Girl fan um, because of the, the Justice League TV show. Uh, but I just think it's interesting. We're getting a, a Hawkman and and all these other characters. It, it's cool. Yeah, it's, it's really cool. I think they were a little dramatic with like I think the director said like this is a new era for DC. All right, calm down. I I feel like they're really leaning into this is a new era. I've kind of that's kind of been their marketing campaign, and I'm kind of like, is it though? It really feels like it fits really well in like if you said that if you told me that Shazam the the first Shazam movie was like a whole new thing like a whole new DC universe all on its own and then you told me this movie was coming out I would say this fits with 
the first Shazam movie in a lot of ways uh, in the way that it feels. It's just the darker side of it. Yeah. Um, so I don't know how like new and kind of out there it's going to be, but I, you know, I, I also don't blame them for running with this new thing, you know, that it's this new grand thing because the DC EU has really had trouble finding what it wants to be. So maybe this is the movie that, that takes it in a new direction. Yeah, I, I, I hope so. I, I want it to be good. I think it looks really good. Um, Speaking of Shazam, we also got a Shazam Fury of the Gods trailer. Uh, I thought that this trailer was great. What did you think? Oh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm in love with this trailer. Like, I can't wait for this movie. Like, right now, this is, like, one of the movies I'm looking the most forward to seeing. Uh, I don't remember what the release date on it is. Do you? Is it next, I don't remember. Is it next year? I think it is next year. I can, I can look up to be um, sure here. It's coming October. Uh, wait, what? Oh no, sorry. That's Black Adams in October. Um, right. Oh, it's December. Uh, Shazam is scheduled for December of this year. Nice. So we're getting them both this year. So I mean, you know, Marvel. Like, you know, we've got some Marvel stuff coming up this year, but like, I'm not sure this isn't the one I'm looking the most. Like, we got three movies left. Uh, with Shazam, Black Adam, and Wakanda Forever. And I'm not sure this isn't the one I'm looking the most forward to. I'd probably say it's the one I'm looking the most forward to as well. It looks like a great sequel of like, it's pick. It, it, it looks like it is taking what worked in the first movie and just doing more of that, but bigger and better. And, and in the way that a sequel should. Yeah. Uh, it was really funny. The trailer was really funny, and it looks action-packed. Lots of cool stuff. It's just a great trailer. Yeah, no, it's it's absolutely fantastic, and it really kind of makes you watch. Did you watch the panel with Zachary Levi? No, I didn't watch the panel. I mean, I've I've seen Zachary Levi speak at Dragon Con. I watched this panel. I don't understand why Warner Brothers hasn't gone further and making him one of the faces of this franchise. Yeah, he's one of the most charismatic actors in superhero movies right now, I'd say. For sure. Um, and, and it can relate to fans. He could be, for DC, what like a Chris Hemsworth is for Marvel. Yes, absolutely. Um, of just this really fun, fun champion of Marvel. Because, you know, like... Tony Stark and, and Captain America were bigger than Thor, right? But Robert Downey Jr. and Chris Evans, I wouldn't necessarily say were spokespeople for Marvel. They were kind of in on their own rim. Chris Evans, he's he's not big into public speaking, has a lot of anxiety and stuff. Robert Downey Jr. is on a whole other world by himself, right? Yeah. But then you got this Chris Hemsworth guy who loves being Thor and wants to do as many Thor movies as possible. And just keeps talking about how awesome Thor is. And and Zachary Levi definitely could be that for for, for DC. Yeah. Um, I still am holding out a little hope that maybe they will, uh, since the DC plus, uh, the Disney plus stuff is working so well that they'll let Zach Levi come back for, a, um, I want to, I still want to see a Warriors three. Uh, TV yeah. show with uh, with him as Fandral. Um, 
Yeah, yeah, that was that was fun. Yeah, like a prequel. I mean, and he like he doesn't get enough credit. Like that character was fairly minor, but like he really leaned into it in Thor: The Dark World. Maybe we'll get an animated episode of What If with them in it. That would be cool too. And he could voice it. That would be really cool. I think. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So uh, Marisha uh, just uh, stepped into her chair, so she may want to tell you what awesome. she. These are. I think she's more excited for for a. For a rare change, she's more excited for the DC stuff than the Marvel stuff right now. Yeah, mark this on the calendar. So we, we're we <laughs> talking about the Black Adam trailer and the Shazam uh, trailer. Man, so great. Like, you know, Black Adam, it's like, hey, the Black Adam sounded like a fun premise. Um, but the, that first trailer was just awesome. And uh, the, the trailer says continue to be really good. They don't really tell you a whole lot, you know, about what's going on, but that's not what you need. You just need it to be super awesome. And it was super awesome. That's exactly what I needed from a trailer for a superhero movie, you know? I agree. Yeah, you, Marisha's here now. It's great. You hopped on right before we talked about, right before we got into Marvel. All you missed was that Rick Grimes is getting a show, Aragon's getting a show, and there's going to be a Black Panther game. I did hear that Aragon was getting a show, so that's exciting. Wait, what about Black Panther? It was a video game. Oh, a video game. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's just as well. Y'all talked about that without me because, <laughs> as we all know, I played video games at one time. But I think the thing about this, the the Black Adam and the Shazam stuff and all the stuff they did with those two things at San Diego Comic-Con, mm-hmm. I, I think you're right, David, in that it's kind of reminiscent of when Aquaman was coming out. I feel like... Some of the some of the DC stuff, particularly the Zack Snyder stuff, and then you know, you think Batman. I just kind of feel like they they don't lean into the fun part of comic books sometimes, and yeah. I felt like Aquaman yeah. really leaned into the fun part of that character, and I feel like these are willing to take their characters seriously enough, but really willing to lean into the fun side of all of this. And Aldous Hodge is playing Hawkman and I'll watch him do anything forever. He is so <laughs> fun to watch. Yeah. Yeah. Andrew said the same thing that, that the Hawkman's going to be awesome, that, that he's awesome. Yeah, he um, really is. He, he was always one of my favorite things in leverage. Uh, and and yeah. as it went on, he started to get like most of the interesting storylines started to be, Hardison storylines because he was just he was just that versatile. He's just the best actor of the yeah, group. Yeah, he really is. I like what you mentioned about how they're taking the characters seriously but still having fun in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, like the best part about Shazam is that he's funny but he's not a joke. Right. He's still very capable as a, as a superhero and mm-hmm. as a character, and he still goes through serious moments of growth. And 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 even in this trailer. You're, it's still very clear that um, that they're keeping that aspect of it where he is not just a joke. He's very funny, but he's a serious superhero who's trying to be a good guy and do the right thing. And he's going through a lot and he's still growing. Even in this trailer, there's character development, man. Like, it's really, really good stuff yeah. they're doing with his character. Yeah, for sure. And that's the best part, and that's what's most important is yeah. is, is these characters. These these characters mm-hmm. have to go even, and that reminds me. Uh, I I love I love all the stuff with the Shazam family, the mm-hmm. the, the Marvel mm-hmm. family, and looks like we're getting even more of that, which I think is great. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, 
before you got here, Marisha, it looks like they're taking everything that worked about the first movie and just doing it bigger and better. Yeah, which is always a good decision. Um, and Helen Mirren playing a villain I mean, in, in a comic in a book Marvel movie. movie. No, I mean, a in a DC movie. movie but, but a comic book movie, yeah. Right, who would have thought? It's like yeah. last year, Queen Elizabeth. Not literally last year, but, you know, in the last 10 years, she was Queen Elizabeth, and here we are, and now we're going to be the villain in a Shazam movie, too. Not, yeah. you know, not even the villain in, you know, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a crazy world. It's a crazy, yeah. crazy world. Lots of awesome stuff, but unless you guys have anything else to say, let's move on to all the Marvel announcements. All right. So I've got it kind of separated here. Uh, there's a lot of Marvel animation stuff. I think we will go ahead and, and tackle that, get the an just all the animation stuff that was announced uh, mm -hmm. uh, done, and then we'll talk about all the MCU stuff. Okay. Uh, so Marvel had a huge Hall H panel, and they actually had a – I believe they had a separate panel for animation. They did. I think they did animation actually on Friday, mm -hmm. and then they did um... – the big MCU stuff on Saturday, I guess. Yeah. So we got a first look at X-Men 97, which was for my, actually we didn't even really get to see it. I think just people in the uh, audience got to see yeah. it, but it was pretty much just from descriptions. It was just like, it's <clears throat> the characters you like. They're back. Right. We're doing X-Men. We're doing X-Men. That's kind of it. Uh, yeah, I'm still very excited about it, but there's not there's not much to go off of there. Um, X Men '97 is still happening; it's real, which is just still a really cool concept. Yeah, no, it's mind blowing that we're getting that back. Mm -hmm. uh, we also learned that Marvel Zombies, which is getting its own show, is going to be uh, TV 14. Yep, which is interesting. It's going to be apparently really gory. And that's well, what do you guys think about that? I, I mean, there's a market for it. Like it might not may it may or may not be me, but there's a market for it. I know people that really like those those runs uh, of the comics. Yeah, I, I love uh, Marvel Zombies. So and I, I'm I'm fine with it. You know, they they've already, they've made the decision to do mature content on Disney Plus. So the the fact that they're willing to do it is not not that shocking. I do think there are Disney properties that probably were going to have to be for mature audiences. And I, I guess this is just showing everybody's always kind of pointing a finger at Disney and saying, oh, well, they'll take the Punisher and make him PG. And it's like, mm -hmm. maybe not. Like, this gives me big hope for that Daredevil series. Right, right. Um, yeah, I think it's interesting and it's just going to be gory. Uh, I'll probably watch, I mean, I, I'll definitely watch the show. Um, I think it's cool that we're getting that. Also, it gives me hope for future what if episodes to get their own spinoffs. Yeah. It, it is, is what's really exciting there. Speaking of what if, uh, we got some episodes announced that are actually going to be in what if season two. Uh, first of all, we're getting a 1602 episode, which is really interesting. There's a comic book series called Marvel 1602, which is just literally about what if Marvel characters were in the year 1602. Oh, what if they went fun. to a Renaissance festival? <laughs> that's is, is what 1602 is. Okay. It's a really good book. It's a really cool concept, and it's cool we're getting a what if episode. Next, we're getting a what if Hela and Odin 
fought the Mandarin, which Ooh. is really awesome because I think we even talked about it when Shang-Chi came out. Like, the Mandarin's been around for a long time. He could have had encounters with thing, people like Odin and, mm-hmm. and, and stuff like that. Yeah. So that's a really cool concept. Uh, next, and this one's been, been speculated since the first season of What If was announced, was uh, we're getting Tony Stark on Sakaar. So what if Tony was there instead of Thor? Mm-hmm. Uh, Iron Man the Gladiator. That's a really cool concept. I like that a lot. Um, another one is what if Yondu gave Peter Quill to his father, um, mm. to Ego? Yeah. And the last one that we announced, and I don't think this is every episode. This is just the ones that were announced, is uh, Captain Carter meets the Winter Soldier. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, getting a Captain Carter. I, I, I'm hoping it'll be just a sequel to the Captain Carter episode of season one. I'm sure it will be. It makes the most sense to kind of do these with the characters they've already introduced us to. Yeah, it does. I like that. Picking a couple episodes to actually give a direct sequel to. I wouldn't be surprised if the next thing we get is just a Captain Carter show. It could happen. I can see that happening. Like, like... In the same way that we're getting a Marvel Zombie show. Or maybe not. I don't know. I kind of wonder if at some point they're not going to decide they want to do a live-action Captain Carter some way or other. I mean, there's been rumors about it ever since she appeared in in What If. Yeah. Um, Yeah, and she was in Multiverse of Madness, which even fueled the fire. Right. Uh, what do you guys think about any of those episode concepts for What If? You know, my my main thing kind of with What If is... It was really an interesting kind of as an anthology, but then whenever they all had a, they kind of coalesced at the end and had one sort of came together for one storyline, I kind of wonder where they're going to go from there. That's kind of my main question with what if is like, what is the next, you know, because they've clearly moved past the one-off shtick, you know, which is kind of how they presented it initially. So I'll be curious to see what kind, what... The implications are for season one and how it goes forward from here. That does make sense, yeah. And next up on Marvel Animation, last thing on Marvel Animation, is we got a trailer for Spider-Man Freshman Year. Were you guys able to watch that trailer? I did. Very interesting. It's interesting. I'm a little confused about this one. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So I was very confused, and apparently there were still a lot of people, but I did a little reading. And so when this was first announced, it was Spider-Man Freshman Year. This is the MCU origin story of Peter Parker. Right. Awesome. Yeah. Then this this trailer comes out, and that makes no goddamn sense anymore. (laughs) Because we've got Harry Osborn and Norman Osborn in this. we got Daredevils in this show. He's wearing a whole bunch of different suits. It's... Like what? This has clearly become its own thing. But then they kept saying, "No, it's in the MCU." And so finally, we got some clarification. So this is it. Is it's in the MCU, but it's a multiverse story. This is a different mm. universe. Okay. Where apparently the inciting incident is: what if Norman Osborn visited him instead of Tony Stark? Hmm. So I think what happened here clearly was it was just going to be straight up just the um, MCU origin, but then it evolved into its own thing. Yeah. As the creators started wanting to do more and more stuff and and include things like Daredevil, which Charlie Cox is going to be Daredevil in this. Right. Getting a lot of Charlie Cox. Um, 
And so now they're saying, well, no, it's a multiverse thing. Fine. I'm fine with that. I'm fine. But don't try to push it as something that it's not. Yeah. I just kind of wonder if they decided somewhere along, they started writing it and then realized that they were kind of trapped in a corner as far as writing an origin story for Peter Parker. Because we've already had two of them. Well, not just not just because we had it. I mean, it's still going to be a Peter Parker origin story, so it's going to have all those beats. But like we you, you we've pretty much established there was no Uncle Ben. He has the uh, Uncle Ben moment with Aunt May in the third movie, right? And when Tony meets him, he's basically wearing a, a sweat sh- a hoodie and a mask. Right. Like there's really no costume yet. Like. I don't know how much there was to work with. I mean, he obviously hasn't been out there fighting any big villains yet. Right. Or, you know, he's been being your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man, which I think in itself would have been a fun show. It's why I was looking forward to it. But I can see where the writers went. We have a chance to tell Spider do Spider-Man, but we can't really do anything big. So I can kind of see why they wanted to go do things with bigger villains. Yeah, I totally get that. And I'm fine with that. And I think, this animation style is amazing. I love the concept they're going with there. And so they didn't want to ditch that. So it just kind of became its own thing. And and that's, that's fine with me. It looks like just a really good animated Spider-Man show. Marisha, what do you think about, uh, Spider-Man freshman year. It's an interesting concept. I'm not sure that it's something, it may, it may just not be for me. It may just not be my jam, which is fine. Um, I don't tend to get, I would be a lot more likely to go in for it if it were the origin story for our Spider-Man. Just because I don't, you know, there's only enough time to watch so much, consume so much media. And I don't tend to go in for animated stuff necessarily unless I'm doing it with my kids. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I don't have strong feelings about it. I totally understand. Well, I love Spider-Man animated shows. Mm -hmm. Um, I think they've been some of the my favorite superhero shows ever have been the Spider-Man animated shows. Yeah. And so I hope this matches that quality because there's been some really good ones, mm-hmm. like Spectacular Spider-Man and the 90s Spider-Man series. Yep. And so if it can get anywhere close to that, I'll be happy with it. And, and I, I love an opportunity to see just some fun Spider-Man stories. Yeah, absolutely. So I think it's going to be fun. I think it's going to be a chance... I think it's really going to be the only chance to tell a Spider-Man story in in Mar, you know, in with for Disney, where these characters really yeah. show up. Because I'm really feeling more and more like uh, our MCU Spider-Man is gone. It's very possible. Um, and also, they announced that the the second season will be called Spider-Man Sophomore Year, uh, which I think is just a lot better of a naming scheme than uh, calling it home something so spider-man phone home phone yeah so at at least they're doing that and and that's interesting because if this was just the mcu spider-man in like junior year we'd be caught up right to where we saw him in civil war i'm assuming he was a junior in civil war yeah so after around season three we've been caught up but now with this being its own universe it, it could go on and continue to be its own thing um they could do spider-man home home on the range where it's like a yeah. western with spider-man 
And he's swinging between horses. That's a great what if episode. Yeah, it's like there's what actually, would Spider Man swing on in the desert? You know, there's actually there's a comic book. Uh, it's, it's part of a Secret Wars story uh, where what if Civil? It's actually what if it's what if Civil War never ended, mm. and what ends up happening is Tony and Captain America basically split up and become start their own separate countries on each side of America and on uh, Cap's side, which is like the West, it becomes like a desert basically. And Spider-Man's on his side and he's not in New York. So he takes Falcon's wings <laughs> because he can't, there's nothing for him to swing on. Okay. That's funny. Uh, just a fun fact. Speaking of secret wars, we got some new movies and shows announced from Marvel. So we got a huge, we got the very, we got the famous timeline, uh, timeline graphics that we all love and expect from Marvel. Right. Uh, we got a, five, a four, five, and six one. They announced that phases four, five, and six will be called the Multiverse Saga. And we got a timeline for the stuff that's already been announced that is upcoming. We've had stuff, apparently, it's really interesting. There's stuff that was announced like two years ago that's part of phase six or phase five. Yeah. Um, well, it's interesting and, how much faster the phases are moving now. Yeah. It is, and it's you know what's interesting is how much stuff they're getting packed into that as well. Well, that's what I'm saying. Stuff. Like phase four, phase four is a little longer than five than than five and six are going to be, but like phase five is still shorter than phase. I mean, phase four is still shorter than phase one in length of time, but as far as total number of runtime minutes, like it's like three times longer. Yeah, it, it's insane and there's stuff that has been confirmed that was not on that lineup hmm. yeah Meaning there's more to come right and I, I'm, I don't know if they're saving some of that for I don't know if they're saving some of that for d23 which which makes sense but there are a couple of things that I'm I'm curious about them them leaving out like dare to like uh like um armor wars. Armor Wars, yeah, uh, and um, Deadpool. Right. Because they've announced Deadpool 3 is happening. Is Maybe Deadpool 3 yeah. won't actually be part of the MCU. That's actually my suspicion is that they're going to, and they may just say it's part of the multiverse. They may just let it, they may finish out the trilogy as it is. Because it doesn't mesh with the MCU very well because they did X-Men and stuff. Right. So maybe they're just going to make it and let it be its own thing and kind of a commentary on superhero movies, which is what it always has been. Right. Yeah. Um, which I'm fine with. Good. I think that would be cool. Let them finish it out. And then if you want to do a new version of Deadpool in the MCU, go for it. Um, I agree. So I, I kind of like that they're going to let them, that it seems like they may be just going to let them finish out their own thing. So I noticed that the Captain America movie is titled New World Order. How long you think you take it? How long do you think it takes for the American Family Association to boycott it? Because the New World Order has obviously got to be some reference to a uh, something evil. Huh. <laughs> I I did see that. You know what's funny is my first thought when I saw that was, oh, wrestling. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, um. But that's actually uh, next up on, on my notes here because we got a lot of the shows that we already know are coming and stuff like that just up on a timeline. We don't need to go over that. But on these graphics, there were some new shows and movies that were announced and then a couple that 
we thought were happening, but now are officially confirmed. First of all, new show that was announced is Daredevil Born Again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 18-episode long show coming it's to Disney+. Crazy. Plus, part of Phase 5. Uh, and this is after Charlie Cox is already going to appear. We're going to talk about the She-Hulk trailer uh, a little later. Uh, is already going to appear in She-Hulk and in Echo. Uh, so, so much Daredevil. Uh, which which is great. So we got that show, which also is interesting because you know season three of Daredevil on Netflix was pretty much the Born Again storyline. So now they're doing Daredevil, a Born Again show. Interesting title. I like it. Uh, Do you think they'll I, base it on the Frank Miller run? Well, that's the thing. Season three of Netflix was already based on the on the Frank Miller run. Right. So hmm. I don't know what they would do uh, to base it on Frank Miller. They might just be taking the title just because it's a cool title. Um, Didn't they have some kind of resurrection sarcophagus or something in season three? Well, he, uh, that was for Electra. Uh, but okay. yes, there was, Electra was like resurrected. And then in season three, they do the story where he gets like basically almost killed and he's like as low as he can possibly go. And then he takes on the Kingpin after Kingpin has ruined his life. That is the Frank Miller, um, uh, arc, uh, of Daredevil. Um, one of the best arcs in comic book history, one would argue. Awesome. Uh, but it's awesome we're getting that show. Um, yeah. And also, we were confirmed that we're getting a Captain America 4, and as you mentioned, it's called the New World It's called New World Order. Uh, it's going to be a Captain America movie with Sam Wilson, Captain America, which I think is really cool that they're doing that, that they're just continuing the same franchise. Yeah. And also confirmed... Which we, I think it was confirmed before, but now we're seeing a cool graphic of it is Thunderbolts. Yep. Yeah. Which, so that's, it's I, now I feel like it's official. It's kind of one of those things everybody was like, here it is. And I was like, but is it real? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I got to see it on those graph. I got to see it on that graphic. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, a uh, small thing Agatha uh, is now been changed. The name of the show's been changed to Agatha. Coven of Chaos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought that was an interesting change. I don't know what the reason for the change was, but I, I, it's like, I don't know what it is. I like the title a little better. I felt like House House of Harkness was a little bit of a mouthful. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. I think it was. So that's interesting. And then the two big movies announced were Avengers, Kang Dynasty, which we now know is going to be directed by the guy who directed Shang-Chi. So... That's, That's really exciting, cool. yeah. Because Shang-Chi's been my favorite Marvel movie the past few years. Yeah. Yeah, it was beautiful. And in the same year that we get Avengers Kang Dynasty, we're getting Avengers Secret Wars, which right now, Fantastic Four and those two Avengers movies are the only thing on phase, on the slate for Phase 6. Obviously, there's going to be a lot more. But we got two new Avengers movies announced, and I was a little disappointed that my prediction didn't come true, where I thought it was going to be called The New Avengers or the Young Avengers or something. I still think it's possible we get like a separate movie called The Young Avengers or maybe The Champions yeah. or something like that. Well, see, that's what I'm still kind up. of shocked we haven't gotten some kind of Young Avengers something announced. Right. Mm-hmm. I, I agree, which that'll probably come in Phase 6. Phase 4 and 5 look pretty packed right now, so anything more is probably going to go into Phase Yeah, well, six. I mean, Phase 4 is done. Like, like, we literally have two things left. We've got... Wakanda Forever and uh, She-Hulk, and then we're done. 
what's really interesting, something I noticed there was that phases four and five will be the only phases without an Avengers movie. Kevin Feige actually talked about that the other day, though, and he was kind of talking about how things are moving faster, there's a lot more buildup, and that they felt like they could do big enough, they had enough other big enough stories in phases now, in each phase now, that these Avengers things really felt more like the end of a an arc and you know a full arc so kind of movie so i actually kind of wonder how avengers kang dynasty and secret wars if they're going to be related or just the culmination of two different story threads mm-hmm. um yeah i have no idea what to think because obviously kang's the big bad guy right now right right i mean the movie's called kang dynasty i think it's a really interesting direction and then there's Secret Wars, and there's so many different things you can do with Secret Wars because there are two different stories that are both huge in Marvel called Secret Wars. Right. One of them is the simple – there's this guy who's super powerful called the Beyonder, which Kang could fill those shoes in, in this sense, and he takes – good guys and bad guys and puts them on a planet and makes them fight each other in the biggest war ever to see the ultimate battle between good and evil. And then there's Secret Wars, which was Dr. Doom gets the power of that guy, the Beyonder, and he collides a whole bunch of multiverses together and creates like this one uh, mega earth basically called Battle World, where all these worlds are kind of collided on each other and all these different stories and different multiverses were crossing over and they had to team up to stop uh, Dr. Doom and, and fix it all. Both are really, really good stories, and personally, I think, just based on what we know, I think they're probably going to go the route of the Doctor Doom yeah, one. I do, too. Actually, like, have you seen the 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 rumors, the speculation that Doom might make an appearance in Wakanda Forever? I have seen the rumors. Um, I think it's very possible, and that'd be really interesting because, like, what if they do the thing where Kang Dynasty ends with Doctor Doom stealing Kang's power and Doctor Doom screws it all up and collides the multiverses and it's like it, it's all it's all chaos and then we get secret wars. Yeah. Um that'd be insane. And part of me wants just the, the classic Secret Wars version, because then that's an excuse to pick out anything from any movie we want, get another Toby Maguire in there. Yeah, I mean that's like that. that's an excuse to bring anybody we want back. Yeah, t- Captain America, Tony Stark, which they could still do that with this version of Secret Wars as well. True. Um, but yeah, that's insane. They might just do it where Kang himself is like, all right, you know what? Snaps his fingers, destroys everything because he's a bad guy and, and causes this these incursions uh, of all these multiverses on themselves. And then we get se- Secret Wars. It's insane the possibilities we're going to get. We don't even know who's going to be on the Avengers or in these Avengers movies. Um I think the only safe ones to say is Hulk and, and, and Captain America um, are the only guarantees. Uh, it, and it's that these are far, far away. Like these are, I think these it's like twenty twenty five that those were announced for. Basic the two the two Avengers films. Yeah, I believe so. Uh, so that's crazy to think about. Like basically, I'll be twenty five years old before I see Avengers Secret Wars is a way to put that into perspective. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's crazy. I, but I, I'm assuming that we're going to wait this long to do an Avengers team up means that we're going to get some really big movies in the meantime. 
that that I, th I think it's that some of our other things have built up to being so big. Like, I think Quantumania is going to be just huge. Quantumania, it looks like it's going to be a big stepping stone in leading up to those right. movies. I mean, Kang's the villain in that, and we got a lot of information on, on Quantumania. And it'll also be into. interesting, presumably we're going to start seeing our new Avenger team. We don't really have Avengers right now. Right, exactly. So I, presumably we're going to start seeing more team-ups across Phase 5 as we build towards there actually being an Avengers team again. I mean, it'll probably be like Ant-Man and like I'm just talking guarantees right now because there's so there's no way that every character that we're seeing is going to become an Avenger, right? Right. Like it's no way that Moon Knight and Ms. Marvel and She-Hulk and Daredevil and Echo and whatever are all going to become it's going to be uh, uh picking and choosing. And so the only guarantees really are probably Ant-Man, Captain America and one of the Hulks. It could, right. be, it could be one of those. There's no guarantee Thor will be part of the Avengers team. No, I, I think that Thor, I think they're trying. I think, I honestly think now they're sort of, the only reason for Thor to come back to Earth really is because of New Asgard. Because yeah. New Asgard's here, something's going down on Earth, there's always a chance for Thor to show up. But, yeah. like, I really were, feel like they've got to kind of start because it's getting so big and it's fixing to start the number of characters is fixing to just explode. And I feel like oh, they kind of have to start separating out, like, these are our cosmic stories, and these are our Earthbound stories. And I think if they do that, then Thor's more likely to end up more on the cosmic side. There are rumors right now of a Siege TV show, which Siege is a story in which there's new Asgard on Earth, and uh, Norman Osborn, comic book story, Norman Osborn, who's now leader of S.H.I.E.L.D., who renamed it to Hammer, and then someone says, what's that stand for? And then he says, I got someone working on it, which I just thought was a funny joke. He gets the Thunderbolts, actually, or the Dark well, the Dark Avengers at this point, and they go and they attack New Asgard. They lay siege to New Asgard. So there's, there's a, um, there is a rumor of that being a show, which I think would actually be really cool. Yeah. Uh, uh, seeing that with New Asgard. Because we got to see a lot of it in Thor, Love, and Thunder. So there's definitely something they're going to have to do with that. Um, but yeah, like, who knows who's going to be on the Avengers? It, it, it could be a whole bunch of different people. And then Secret Wars is, I mean, Secret Wars, it's going to end up being huge enough that they're probably going to bring in all the greatest hits like Thor Mm -hmm. um, for sure, and the Guardians of the Galaxy and stuff like that. Because Secret Wars will involve cosmic stuff, and it'll involve everybody. Yeah, oh, so Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange will definitely be an Avenger, I think. Yeah, for sure. And I think wherever he, you know, headed off to, uh, to the Dark Dimension there at the end of his movie is kind of our first uh, you know, going to stop an incursion. I mean, I think that's part of the lead up to right. Secret Wars. Yeah, didn't so. Cleo literally say like you started an incursion? Yeah, yeah. So you you, you caused an incursion. We're gonna fix it. So I yeah. I mean, I mean, I think that's given us our biggest hint towards where Secret Wars is probably going. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, we we've got a lot of characters, and I it'll be interesting to see the team start to build up, and also knowing that we have an alternate team, uh, a Dark Avenger thunderbolt team out there now too you know to see how they come into play in these future movies right speaking of these future movies and stuff uh we got some more information on a few of the movies so i'm going to go through the most interesting ones here uh that i think are, are relevant and just talk about some of the new plot details we got so quantum mania basically what we know 
is that Modoc is going to be in the movie, and Scott Lang is now a celebrity because he wrote a book about saving the world, which is hilarious. Yeah, that's great. Um, a freak accident causes the whole Lang family and the Van Dyne family to be sucked into the quantum realm, and and then Kang uh, is going to take Cassie hostage hostage at some point apparently, and that's kind of going to there and cause the events of the film. Uh, so point is we're getting Modok and apparently Kang wore his green and purple armor and which is really and cool. Bill freaking Murray. Yeah. Yeah. Bill Murray's in this movie. Yeah. Who is not playing Modok seen from the description of the footage that some people got to see. Yeah. But he is a character in the quantum realm. He's probably a crazy guy, which I think he can pull off. That's right up his alley. That's, that's yeah. how he rolls these days. Yeah. And that's actually coming out in <coughs> February 2023, so that's really close, actually. Yeah, no, that, I mean, that's our next movie after uh, Wakanda. And, and we did get trailers for Wakanda Forever. I'm going to talk to the tra- talk about the trailers right after this. Okay. Secret Invasion, we know that that show is taking place on Earth, and there's a Skrull invasion, and Don Cheadle will return as Rhodey in the series, which is cool. I'm kind of skimming through these, because uh, there's a lot of them. Just mm-hmm. stop me at any moment. Guardians of Galaxy 3, we know that Peter Quill is attempting to win over Gamora, who is now the leader of the Ravengers. Oh, by the way, this is all from DiscussingFilm.net. Uh, so that's cool. Gamora is the leader of the Ravengers, and he's trying to win her over. And, and you know, kind of what we expected there. We're getting to see. We're going to get to see some of Rocket Raccoon's origin story, which apparently he was. We see him taken as a baby raccoon, and he was raised by the High Evolutionary, which is is really interesting. Did you see the High Evolutionary yeah. come on stage? I did see that, which which also like that's. It was really fun and interesting. Yeah. Also, of course, Adam Warlock. We uh, Some of the footage that people got to see is Adam Warlock did make an appearance in the footage. This is also that's probably going to become a trailer for us in a couple months. Yeah. I figure um, we should start seeing, we should start seeing, we should be seeing a teaser like any time now. Were yeah. we, wasn't it indicated that Adam Warlock was the gold guy on Nova? No, we saw Adam Nova. Warlock like a cocoon at the end of Guardians 2. Okay, but he was on Nova, right? No, he was in the collector's collection. Okay. I believe. Yeah, okay. I think there was a reference where he was like in the collector's collection, but then they're going to, I think they're going to like retcon that to where no, he wasn't. Mm-hmm. This is actually him now. Yeah, and it'll be kind of like a... a Infinity Gauntlet. Kind of like an Odin has the Infinity Gauntlet in his... Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what I think is going to happen there. But actually, that's all the, really, the information we got on on films and stuff. Because that's all the exclusive footage that was shown to the audience members there. Other than, of course, the actual trailers that were released to the public, which we can get into. We got a She-Hulk trailer and a Wakanda Forever trailer. Let's let's let's, let's tackle the, uh, the Wakanda Forever trailer first, uh, since that's the next film coming out. Uh, okay. What did you guys think about the Black Panther Wakanda Forever trailer? Um, I like a lot of what I saw. It's gonna be it's gonna be a beautiful movie. It's um, I, I'm you know a lot of our favorites are back. I'm gonna cry. I, I kind of like what they're doing with the Mayan aesthetic for for Namor. Yeah, you know, part of me, of course, I would love to see Namor be king of Atlantis. Right, but. I understand why they don't want to do that with Aquaman being so popular right now. Yeah. I, I get it. And this Mayan stuff does look kind of cool. Yeah. I, I understand why they're not doing it. I also think what they're doing makes them kind of an interesting parallel to 
to Wakanda. Yeah, I'm 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 loving the look of it. I'm a little afraid that it's going to just be a little chaotic. Is kind of my concern. I I almost feel like maybe they're trying to cram too much in here by making such a big important character the villain when they also have to we haven't even introduced Namor, but he's going to be the villain here. I don't know. I I it could be great. I'm a little afraid that they're going to be cramming a lot in here because we also, we have this whole thing where we we don't have a black Panther. They don't have any way to give someone the power of the black Panther. Last we left off, like the herbs gone Yeah, because it was all, uh, Killmonger had it all destroyed. Mm -hmm. So, um, so we, we already have like this whole problem that we have to solve. So we have to have a plot where we're solving, the issue of who is going to be the new Black Panther and how do we give them that power? And we're going to deal with whatever's happening with Namor. And apparently whatever's also happening with some Western government, whether it be the United States or some other group or possibly a fringe group like the, you know, some, some soldiers working for, uh, a subgroup like the Thunderbolts uh, that we see them kind of holding people mm-hmm. hostage on a ship. and I mean, I kind of feel like with the, the heart-shaped herb that they probably, you go, you know, kind of like um, Return of the King. And the tree's dead. But wait, we found a sapling. Yeah. Yeah, it could be something like that, but also with the fact that we've been bringing more and more gods into play, like in the original story, it's the goddess Bast that shows them the Mm -hmm. heart-shaped herb, that takes them, shows it to them, teaches them what it is. And Mm -hmm. so we could see that Bast once again comes back. That'd be interesting. So we could be doing that. I don't really know. Um, there's a lot of different things they could be doing there. I think there are good choices available and bad choices available for who could be the next black Panther. And I'm hoping that they choose one that goes over well. Yeah. There's a lot of choices to be made here. I mean, it's a very tough situation Marvel was put in and and I don't, I'm not going to, I'm not going to try, I'm going to try not to hold it too hard against them. No, Whatever I mean, happened. they they had to make a decision. The fact that they opted to not recast T'Challa is fine, but then you still have to figure out how to move forward from there. Um, and I don't envy the position they're in because, like, recast T'Challa trended for like four days, mm-hmm. a lot, you know, this past week. So I don't envy the decision they had to make, but you know, they've made it. Now they just have to pull it off. You know, and it's one of those things, in some ways, I feel like the in-universe situation parallels the real-world situation. It's like, wait, what? That's not supposed to happen. He's he's young. He's, he's, he's a good person. He's, what, what do you mean? He's gone. That can't be right. Like, which was exactly the reaction that everybody had when when Chadwick Boseman died. And so I feel like... You know, in some ways, it's it's a very parallel situation because it's like there's no the deaths of of main characters in these movies have been very, you know, like Tony Stark, you know, sacrifices himself to save the world. So does Black Widow. So does, you know, um, you know, Vision is is slaughtered by Thanos, you know, in pursuit of the Mind Stone. But sometimes 
things are just tragic and senseless. And I think that that's going to be an element of this story because in real life, it's tragic and senseless and there's no good way forward. And so I think that some of that is going to bleed over uh, inevitably into the into the story. Yeah, it's, it's, it's gonna. And I think that that can actually make the movie really impactful mm-hmm. uh, if, if they do that right. Yeah, I think um, so. And I, and I hope they do. And and I am excited to see this movie. And uh, again, it is just a very, it's not an enviable situation that they're in there. No, no, not at all. I do want to know who you think should be, who should pick up the mantle of the Black Panther? Or who do you, who do you think that it is in the movie? And, and is it the person, or is there someone else you would rather it be? I think it's likely going to be Shiri. I think they'll do that. She has been Black Panther in the comics. They'll implement like her technology and stuff, make her unique. And they could even then tie that into the whole Young Avengers thing that I think they've got going on somewhere, right? Yeah. But I think it is very possible. I mean, um, I, I, I would kind of like to see, and I'm a little um, biased because I love this actress on The Walking Dead as Michonne, but I think it'd be cool if uh, Okoye, that's her, I'm pronouncing that Okoye, right. Okoye, yeah. Yeah, I think she would be an interesting one. Uh, again, like I said, I'm just biased because I love the actress as Michonne, and I'm well aware that she could play a badass like that. Yeah. Um, I think that'd be really interesting. But there's actually rumors that she's going to get a show just called Okoye. Yeah, um, I think they've got other plans for her. And I, so yeah, I kind of feel like they're probably going to do Shuri because that's who it is in the comics. But of the characters available, like really uh, Nakia is the one that I would like to see take up the role. Yeah, that would be really cool as well, I think. You know, it would be really awesome if they hadn't killed off Killmonger and we got a Killmonger redemption arc with Michael B. Jordan. I don't know. I don't know how they could pull that off because I think he was a very good bad guy who wanted to, like, you know, kill a whole bunch of innocent people. So I'm not saying that that's even possible, but just Michael B. Jordan is awesome. So... That would be really interesting if they had pulled that off in some way. But I don't think that that's going to be the case. I don't think they're going to pull off a he walks back in, which is a big scar where he was stabbed. He's like, I'm alive. Uh, I don't think they're going to do that. No, I don't I don't think they're going to do that either. Um, I know there's a lot of people that are calling for them to bring him back somehow. But I, it's like, I, I don't know. I think that ship has sailed. Yeah, I, I agree. What about you, Marisha? Do you have any thoughts on like who you think will be Black Panther and who you'd like to see as Black Panther? Um, you know, I don't have really strong feelings about who they choose. I think that um, oh, what's her name? The one you just said, Andrew? Nakia. Yeah, Nakia. That's Latina Nyong'o. Yeah, yeah. No, I was just like, I was, I, I. That's what I thought, but I was like, no, wait, that's the girl from, um, Miss Marvel, Nakia. Is the girl from Miss Marvel? So keep that that that'll be fun to keep track in my head. But I think she's, you know, like actor wise, she's kind of got the the star power. I think to pull it off. But as long as they do a good job, I don't. I, I I'm okay with whatever direction they decide to go, as long as they they do the story justice. But uh, all right. Uh, I think that'll bring us to an end here tonight on the Science Fictionary Podcast, our longest episode in a while, I think, because we actually yeah. had a lot of news to talk about, which was a lot of fun, mm-hmm. um, and it's it's been great. Andrew, 
Well, nope, I'll do you last. You have a lot of stuff. Marisha, where can people find you on the internet? You can find me on Instagram at princesses underscore and underscore Padawans and IMP Padawans on Twitter. And Andrew, tell us where we can find you on the internet along with the rest of our Red 5 family. All right, you can find me running the Twitter account for this show at Sci underscore Fictionary. You can drop us a line at the sciencefictionary at gmail.com. You can find our other show, Coruscant Radio Underground, anywhere that you listen to podcasts. And uh, more and more stuff starting to show up over on the YouTube channel. Lots of stuff planned, so uh, you can find the YouTube channel. It's the Science Fictionary Podcast. I think that's it. Oh, and uh, be sure to check out our podcast as well as the rest of the Red 5 Podcast family at Red 5 Network on Twitter. All right, and I am David underscore JG Peoples on Twitter. Don't forget to leave us a like, a subscribe, a review, a rating, whatever it is you can do on your preferred podcast platform. It really helps us out a lot. This has been David, Andrew, and Marisha of the Science Fictionary Podcast. I hope you had a more time.